it yeah it was like why can't i find anything like why am i buying stuff in the men's department how come when i order something online that's women's or going to the women's like i can't fit into it i i'm a, like a normal average woman and if i'm having this problem and i'm so short too i'm like barely squeaking five four and i would get the same answer of i can't find anything i'm wearing like my husband's hand-me-downs my boyfriend's hand-me-downs my dad's hand-me-downs i go to the men's department you know and, and i just get whatever I can. I hodgepodge stuff together. And I'm like, this is not, this is not okay. Like, why are we hodgepodging? Like, we shouldn't be hodgepodging. We should have efficient gear um, that works, that fits well, number one, and has great features and doesn't fall apart. And it's kind of where everything kind of just, the rabbit hole began. <laughs> hey, Haas. Tejas Hunt Club Podcast is the podcast for you and you and you and you. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Tejas Hunt Club Podcast. Today, you will have myself, Megan McElyay, on an episode with Raylene of the Telly Outdoors. On this episode, I'm going to dive in with Raylene on why she created her own clothing line that is made for women and made by women. This clothing line is super impressive. They started with pants and they have expanded into other items such as shirts, pullovers, and they will be launching some very exciting things in the fall, but I'll let her tell you more about that. A few updates on what we've been up to. Um, we have a fishing tournament this weekend that I will be attending in Port A. And then we also have another fishing trip scheduled with my friend Barrett in Matagorda in late June. Um, we are headed to Oklahoma to the Professional Outdoor Media Association Conference the second week of June. So we've got a pretty busy June. If you haven't already heard Brandon's Axis Hunt story from a couple weeks ago, that's something else you probably want to check out. That was a pretty crazy story, and I'm very excited that he decided to share that with you guys. If you haven't already, please click that like button, subscribe to our channel. Also, if you're on Spotify, be sure to subscribe to your notifications. We publish a podcast every week. And if you're on Instagram, find us at Tejas Hunt Club or at Bar MC Media. And lastly, if you are on Facebook, we do have a private Facebook group where we share all kinds of interesting updates from across the platform. And so be sure to join us there if you're on Facebook. So without further ado, I will jump right in. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Tejas Hunt Club podcast. We are so happy that you're here. Today, you have myself, Megan McElyay, and Raylene from Ditelli Outdoors. She is going to introduce herself a little bit and tell us about her clothing line and products that she has started, which is an all women's, all women's all women. uh, hunting line, all women. So thank you for coming on and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, just a quick background. I've been hunting my whole entire life. I started off with my dad. He basically only child. So I had no choice in the matter. Right. So, um, I was, his passion, his big passion, and he always wanted to ensure that his child knew um, self-efficiency. Um, um, and basically, that's how it started was I was a small child. I think my earliest memories, I want to say, I was around like three going out with him. I, I remember fishing too at three, uh, but I've been told I was out way before then. Um, he had like this red pack that he would put me in. Kind of like the pack that I had on yesterday in our photo shoes, massive pack. Um, and he would put me, he would put me in there and then take me out with him. 
Um, but I started off with upland, with uh, bird hunting, with quail, uh, learning how to work the dog. And then at nine, he put a bow in my hand and that was it. It was, it was off to the races with. Oh, that's something new. I I know you bow hunted, but I didn't know you'd been bow hunting for that long. Um, So he started me off with um, a little recurve in the backyard. He just kind of thought like I was bugging him for, I don't know how long, probably a good solid month of like, I really want to do this because he was shooting. And so he he Mm -hmm. borrowed um, one of our family friends. He borrowed one of their kids recurves and was like, she's probably only going to like shoot a couple arrows in the backyard and be like, yeah, I'm good. Um, so he brought it home and he gave me like the whole rundown on archery safety, propped me up like at the 10 yard mark. And we had a range in our backyard, um, like right in front of the target and was like, okay, like these, this is kind of like how you aim and go ahead, like, let it go. Like, uh, and I was shooting pretty good groups for a brand new, you know, archer and, um, Mm -hmm. just kept pulling arrows and handing them to me and was like, just keep doing that. And he had a rule and that was, you had to play a sport and I couldn't find a sport that I like. Like I tried softball. Um, I played more when I got older and got into high school, but um, there was just, as a little kid, there was really nothing. Soccer still is not my jam. Um, just couldn't find anything. Sorry, moms. I and, played soccer. I, I just couldn't really get years. into it. It's really awful. Cause then when I had Paxton, I was like, please, no, no soccer. Like, Let's find something else. And now the kid does jujitsu and in a screamer. So complete opposite of of anything um, soccer related. But um, so he told me he's like, this is um, like this is a sport. So if you want to do it, like I'm like, well, I'll help you. Like we'll get you set up. And the answer was yes, of course. I was like, yeah, like I really like that. I'm enjoying this. Um, so then we went down and I got my own recurve, my own arrows, and. After school every day, I was back there just plugging away, just plugging away, and then started doing um, 3D competitions and some indoor. Uh, and he would just drag me around at every tournament he did, and so that's how it got started, really, honestly. And I, I still love it to this day. I'm, I'm 41, and I have not put that bow down. And yeah, I own way too many now. Um, I don't like to admit that, but. <laughs> Do you but still yeah. shoot recurve quite a bit? Um, I, you know, I'm going to get a new one this year. Uh, last year, I went to um, Wilderness uh, in, in Kansas City. They do um, an all-women's like four-day event out there where it's all-women, all-outdoor activities. And I was asked if I would wanted to teach archery um, for their Go Wild event. And I, I was like, absolutely, yes, whatever you, however you can use me, I, I'm down. And um, Marsha Riley, who was the other instructors, they had so many girls that signed up and so many women that signed up for archery. We needed probably three of us, but we managed with the two of us. And she had a beautiful, beautiful Black Widow uh, recurve. And she was like, you want to shoot it? I'm like, "Um, yeah. So I started plugging away with it. It just reminded me, I was like, this is why, like, I love it so much. So like all weekend I was shoot, I was just playing with that thing and I'm like, yeah, I need to go get my own now. Um, Cause they're just, mm-hmm. they're just fun. They're just, use your, <clears throat> your primitive skills and you're not going to be as accurate as you are with your compound using a pen. And it's just, it's just fun. It's just fun to, something new, something more challenging. So, yeah. I always ask because I know that when I was in A&M, I took an archery class and that's actually where I discovered that I was left eye dominant. And 
So I had a lot of fun and we shot recurve the whole time. I never picked a combo compound bow until last year when I got my compound bow. Um, and so I'm definitely like a late onset and especially because it's been almost 10 years since I graduated from A&M. So it's like, well, very late onset, um, when it comes to bow hunting, but I also grew up fishing mostly, which is what we Mm -hmm. we have that in common just a little bit, but I'm sure your fishing was different than my fishing. Um, cause I grew up on the Gulf coast of Texas and I know you were, you grew up in California, correct? Yeah. So I grew up um, in Phelan, California, which is a, a ranch town. And yeah, so we have access to rivers and lakes here, um, streams. So um, lots of just pole fishing in general. We can also do the ocean, which I did not do till last year. Um, but we normally drive up to Northern California. There's a place called Fish Up up there, which is um, kind of my, I don't want to say safe haven, but just my peace of mind, I, I should, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's oh, also, it. yeah, that's also where I learned to fly fish. So do that too. Very cool. I <laughs> should, I have a fly rod, um, but it was definitely something I bought or actually my, my boyfriend at the time in high school bought for me. And it was, I think it's an eight weight. And so it's not strong enough for me to take out to redfish on the Gulf coast, but I do have a buddy we go out with all the time. And he's like, you know, you can still practice with that so that we can actually yeah. use a fly rod out here. He gets so frustrated with me. Cause I'm like, Oh, but I love the bait caster. So, but you know, <laughs> when you're sight casting anything, um, in a river or with redfish for us, we sight cast redfish. It's so much more frustrating when you have to reel it in and then recast and reel it in and recast if you missed your spot. So I definitely want to get back into fly fishing, but that's, that's really cool. Um, I'm glad that you have, and the thing is, I feel like fly fishing is comparable to bow hunting, like rifle versus bow and like bait caster versus fly rod. So it's just more of a primitive hands-on like manual process, I guess. And so I really enjoyed it. It's fun. It's challenging. Last year I did it shore in the ocean. Um, next Tuesday I leave on a boat at 5 30 AM with a bunch of ladies from my fly fishing group. And we're going to go off the coast of Catalina and see what we can do (laughs) so to speak yes that's gonna Um, be awesome yeah i've so good uh, it's gonna yeah i'm really excited it's gonna be great good yeah i'm actually headed down to port aransas on wednesday and i'll be fishing thursday morning so we'll see if we can get into some redfish and trout down there um but yeah so aside from fishing i know we've talked about bow hunting just a little bit but Mm -hmm. how much have you been hunting versus when you were a kid you know you were were practicing 3d architect excuse me, 3D target archery. Um, and how much of that did you end up going on hunting trips? Like when did you start actually hunting? Um, so actually big game, I didn't start until, uh, a few years ago. Um, just stayed with Upland and did that from the time I was a kid, you know, throughout adulthood. And, um, just, I don't know. I felt like, I don't want to say, felt like, I felt like I was overdue really, to be honest with you. It was like, why, why did I wait so long to do this? And uh, it was at the time music to my dad's ears, right? Where I was like, you know, I think I want to put in and and do a draw. And then it was, let's get online and like pulls up the computer. And I don't think I've ever seen the old man pull out a computer and get onto a website that fast ever (laughs) when technology occurred. And he was like, how do I do this? Uh, But he was super stoked that I, that I was, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go ahead and give it a whirl and I want to use my bow I don't want to use a rifle because I'm, I'm, my bow's like my right hand. I'm so comfortable with it that it's, if anything goes wrong, I'm good. I can fix it in the field. I know what I'm doing. Um, 
but he was mainly just explaining like, okay, let's first of all, like get your hunting license. That's like the first thing to add your tags to. So it was like, we're just not adding bird here. We're not doing duck and upland. Like we got to get your AO tag. Then we got to put you in for the draw. And luckily my interest hit, um, like right before you have to put in for the draw. So it was about a few weeks before we put in, uh, cause it opens up in May closes in June. And then we wait two weeks after June 2nd, um, for everything to kind of trickle in and then to say you're screwed or not screwed. Here you go. Basically <laughs> like, here you go, what you want or what you don't want. Um, so I put in for everything that year, which is elk pronghorn, which is antelope, um, a big sheep, bighorn sheep, um, and then a premier deer. Um, and then my, my AO. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I just, I went all in. Um, and then for a couple of years, didn't really, didn't really draw the magic spot until three years ago. I drew the magic spot. Um, and then that's when I, I um, needed gear, so to speak, and couldn't find anything. And that's how the tally was born, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. So that's actually really cool that you were like, there's a need here. I need this. Not just like you did market research and realized there was a need in the industry. It Yeah, it was like, why can't I find anything? Like, why am I buying stuff in the men's department? How come when I order something online that's women's or going to the women's, like I can't fit into it. I, I'm a, like a normal average woman. And if I'm having this problem and I'm so short too, I'm, I'm like barely squeaking five floor. Um, mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm in the, everything is, I don't I don't think I have to reiterate for women that listen to this. Like you get in a men's pants and your crotch are down to your knee, you can't move. And if you're a spotter and stalker like me, it's really uncomfortable and you're tripping over yourself and you're more worried about your clothes than like, where's the deer? The and hunt. That, yeah. yeah, that's not okay. Yeah. So I basically, after that, just started talking to more women, you know, in the community and I was like, are you having, like, are you having this problem? Like, I can't find anything. And it was mainly just that of like, hey, I pulled this tag in this area and it's rough. I know what the terrain is like. I've been there, you know, for a few years. I've, um, if it's a buddy, you know, landed it, we would just go to help. So I know what it's like. What do you use? And I would get the same answer of, I can't find anything. I'm wearing like my husband's hand-me-downs, my boyfriend's hand-me-downs, my dad's hand-me-downs. I go to the men's department, you know, and, and I just get whatever I can. I hodgepodge stuff together. And I'm like, this is not, this is not okay. Like, why are we hodgepodging? Like, we shouldn't be hodgepodging. We should have efficient gear um, that works, that fits well, number one, and has great features and doesn't fall apart. And that's kind of where everything kind of just the rabbit hole began, <laughs> so to speak yeah. of we're just like going to go down this path and see what happens. Um, yeah. And that's great. And I mean, a lot of the, I've, I've had the same experience, but uh, same thing. Like I used what felt like a man's pant with a pink logo on it. It did not feel yeah. like it was fit for my body type. And I'm the same as you. I'm five, three by four on my license, I guess, but I'm five, <laughs> three and pretty curvy but I'm not you know I'm pretty average as far as when it, especially for the U.S. you know Ooh. um it's one of those things where it, there just hasn't been talk about it nobody's complained enough and even then like they there wouldn't be a, a way to prove to these bigger companies that it's worth the time to do the research to do the measurements mm-hmm. to produce the separate you know 
So I'm, I'm happy that you decided that that was something you were passionate enough about and you're like, I'm doing it. You know, this is something where you reached, I'm assuming like in the, in the beginning, did you just reach out to some, you know, mutual friends or people that you yeah, know also I, hunt? And yeah, I'm a part of, um, I'm a part of California Bowhunters Association. So we have a few women and like a handful of women in our association. I'm hoping to change that by the way, where we got two new members a couple weeks ago. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, but I chatted with those ladies and then I asked them, do you know any other women that hunt? And then they passed me on to another group of women. And I just kind of went down a rabbit hole from there. And so a lot of them I didn't know. And I was just like, are you having this problem? Like, and we would just have a conversation um, about, about everything really kind of what we're doing. Like, like how you started when you started, like I, I, I started knowing like mm-hmm. what grocery store they would shop at or how many kids they had. And, and oh gosh, like if I could get out more, I could, but I only get out like a couple times a week and I have to like have the man watch the kids or, you know, just life. And so really getting to know my community in general um, was a huge help. And, you know, she's, she's saying the same things we're saying of like, I don't, you, and I don't, then they don't want to complain. They don't want to say anything because then I would hear, right. I would hear like, I'm a woman out there. I'm like, well, what difference does that make? And then I had to remember that not all dads are like my dad that were like, guess what, girl, guess what you're doing today and just take me out there. There A lot of dads just brought their sons and didn't know if their daughter was interested and their daughter was, but didn't start till later on in life. So I learned all these things of now I'm out there and I don't want to complain because I'm out there and I'm already trying not to be quote unquote a nuisance while I'm out there, be loud, be any of those things where I'll get the look of, oh, you brought her along (laughs) and I don't want that look. So we just deal. And I was like, well, no, no, no. Like we don't need to deal anymore. It's, it's make me gear that you need to do that. I can't do what I want to do when I get out there efficiently with what's on the market. So how can I bring that to us? So some of the comments that we get back, especially during turkey season, I had women sending us emails that said, for the first time in my hunting life, I was not worried about my pants falling off, wasn't worried about my gear. I was worried about the hunt and that's it. And I've never felt more confident. I've never like just been like in the zone this much. And that, that meant everything, everything to me. Cause that was the whole purpose really of just get out there, just go, go do you just get out there, go do what you need to do to have a successful hunt. And that's it. Like, that's really what the concentration was on was ensuring that we were properly being served. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, women for the most part, not just women, but for the most part, women are so attentive to detail, right? So it's almost like we freak out because things aren't going right. Much yep. less, we can't really ignore when I something's not on that. Right. And then everything else just tickles right. the hill. And you're like, oh, crap. Now, like, I, love, I don't know where my knife went and where the hell is that at? And, yep, it just, it just goes. <laughs> and, then and then your, your confidence, <laughs> your confidence just, like, plummets. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And then you get yeah. on something and then you start second guessing that shot because you're just you're in your head too much and, and that could go awry and yeah, all kinds of things that we don't need. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love that. And I think the coolest part to me just now was you hear, hearing you say that your mission statement was coming from your yeah. customers, basically, that you didn't even have to communicate it very well because it was very clear 
Mm-hmm. That's exactly what your goal was. And that's so fascinating. So we don't build. Well, tell me. Art. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, we don't really no. like build anything until like we've talked to at least a hundred women. So it doesn't get thrown up on the product roadmap until like we've heard it about 15 to 20 times. And then when we start deep diving into what that product is or what that item is that she really wants, it doesn't become like a tech pack or a prototype until we've at least spoke to a hundred women on, on the product. Mm. And, and that's just, that's how we build gear. So it's slow. Everyone's like, how come we didn't come out with a whole entire line? I'm like, well, one cost, like if you're going to do it right, I don't want to cut corners. We deserve to have right gear Two, It's the main focus is to ensure that it's done right. And it's, it's exactly what you want. And and it's it's going to fit you well. And I'm just, you know, we we talk about this every day when someone's like, they want a mid-season jacket. I'm like, but what do they want in that mid-season jacket? Like, we can't just be like, a jacket done. Like, no. Um, yeah. And we've been, you know, very, very fortunate to have amazing partners and be able to go to some huge, you know, huge industry shows like SHOT Show. And our Sophia Venture Pant was, you know, voted the SHOT Show favorite. And Rightfully so, because we put in a ton of work on that pant and we came into the market knowing like we have the number one hunting pant out there for women. And we're that's just what we're, you know, what we're going to run with. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's one of the ones that one of the products I have actually had the chance of trying it on. I love them. I'll have to I will definitely put the video on it for you guys for the audience to look at um, of me doing the squat proof test at uh, was it Texas Trophy Hunters? I can't remember. It was Texas Trophy Hunters. I think it was. I think in Houston. Yeah. Last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it was not that long ago. But yeah, that Sophia Adventure Pant is amazing. I still need to get my hands on my own pair. Um, but you have some other products as well that you've launched since then. And I know you have a new one. So do you want to talk a little bit about those? Um, so we have three new products that are going to be dropping um, this fall. So we have the Eve Long and Short uh, Performance Top. Um, and we had a, a photo shoot yesterday, so I got to wear it all day long uh, yesterday for the first time. I've, I've touched like prototypes and have seen them, but to actually like have the gear on, um, it was it was amazing. Uh, so it it performs in the way of one, this will be our first product where we don't have a curvy in it. And the reason for that is the stretch on it is like phenomenal. So we don't need to actually add that. So ladies don't freak out when you see like the size run and you're like, where's the curvy? You don't need it with the, with this one. I actually had um, a medium on yesterday and I normally have to wear a large and normal tops. Um, and I wear um, a Sophia adventure um, medium curvy pants. So it they the sizing works whether you're a curvy or not curvy um the gal that was shooting with us yesterday she was in a medium top as well and it looked just as good on her um so it breathes it wicks it has spf 50 in it um it's it's so light you you can layer it very easily and peel it off if you need to but it definitely i was up there yesterday it was about 65 when we started 70 75 and I was completely layered up and I was still comfortable. So it, it works really well. So that will come in a long and a short sleeve. The long sleeve has the thumb holes that everyone, everyone wants. It keeps your underlayer on when you're, yeah. yes, uh-huh. we have the thumb holes. Um, and then the, the Becca half zip, 
So she's loaded with uh, features. She'll also drop um, this fall as well. Uh, so we have um, hand warmer pockets throughout, including along the kidney area to help keep you warm. So if you want to bust open your hand warmers and slide them in, you can. Kangaroo zip pockets, um, zip little hidden zippers and pockets everywhere where you could stash your license or a chapstick or something to have easy access to just move slowly around your body. And that is actually made in the same fabric that the Sophia Venture Pant is made in. So the same stretch, it will come in a curvy but we were asked, can you make us a half sip in this fabric of the pant? So that's, that's how she was, uh, that's how she was born. So we started with that. Yeah. And then can you speak pl- a little bit. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, then we have just, we have a, a product roadmap line of, for things that are going to drop next year as well. So this year you'll be able to get top and bottoms. And then we have the V2 uh, Sophia Venture pant launching this fall too. And she is, locked and loaded with even more features than v1 so everyone will be happy same fit same fabric just more features fantastic sorry to cut you off i wanted to (laughs) dive a little bit more into the curvy versus like not curvy sizing chart Mm -hmm. that you have that was one of my topics i wanted to touch on but you spoke a little bit on it as far as each product uh it depends on the fabric and the design but for the sophia pants for example you have a curvy versus regular. Um, so for me, I'm short and I had the curvy version of the smaller size, I think is what it was. But it was it's interesting how you just basically have like the website shows you how to analyze your size. But just speak a little mm-hmm. bit more on that. Yeah. So if you are, um, we're going to say mid midsize because I'm a midsize. So I could speak really easily to that. Um, so I run between anywhere from a 10 to a 14, just depending on the time of year what's going on in life and how diligent I'm being. Um, I wear a medium curvy and right now I'm about a 12. So I'm right smack in the middle of that sizing chart. The waist will always kind of be the same. It's got that four way stretch too, and it is adjustable. But if you're in a curvy, you get an extra couple inches through like the hip and bum area. So you get a little extra room. So if you are an in-between size, you can actually size down a size and go into a curvy Mm -hmm. and they fit really, really well. And we're the only pant on the market. We're the only, I think the only company in the outdoor industry that offers a a curvy, a curvy option. And it's while we were talking to women and looking at, we wrote everyone's size down. So we had, we have hundreds of sizes of women that we've done customer discovery on and measurements and like you name it and we're like our sizing chart has to be different because everything that's out there when you go to a factory and they're like what sizing chart do you want and they hand you one you're like no it's not it's not Mm -hmm. how we're gonna do this we're definitely gonna do things differently so we made our own um and we needed a curvy option to make sure that we fit as many body types as we possibly could fit it's the same thing with the hem adjusters where everyone's tall or shorter like you're shorter i think you and i are about the same height Um, but audrey she's tall and it's like how can we get that to fit everybody so the hems adjust too um the hems may adjust i'm going to say may because we're still working on the system but um you may get a little bit more of an adjustment in v2 this year when that drops um which is great so we'll be able to accommodate shorter women because we had this 411 ish gal that we were having she still had to cut some some off which we we're like nope we don't want that we need to make the change. Yeah. So we, yeah, we adjusted. 
Okay. So you've talked a little bit about your fall line. Um, is there anything on the horizon as far as I know you have, I'm part of your brand shoot email list. Yes. Um, but is there anything that you would love to see from your industry, from your followers? Um, are there any major goals that you're trying to meet in the future? Oh gosh. Um, industry has been very warm and welcoming. So I'm very appreciative of that. So that's been fantastic. Uh, ladies, if there's something you want, just message, like send us a, drop us an email, send us a message, DM us. No kidding. We check those. Um, those all go to uh, our, our social person and all of that information gets fed back to product. If it's anything product related, um, I'm excited for the jacket that we're working on right now. I'm going to say jacket. That's all I'm going to say is jacket. Cause that could be a thousand jackets. So I'm just going to say jacket, um, that we started developing. That's, going to be amazing. I'm very excited for V2 because so much extra love went into her. And like I said, we're, we're a pant company through and through. We'll give you the tops of jackets and all the other things that you need, but ensuring that our bottoms work great. Um, I'm excited for the new color waves too. So it's not just going to be green and strata. Um, we're adding to the solids. So we're going to have black, navy blue, and a coyote. So that's going to be new and I like and, that yeah I love solids <clears throat> so more solids I like wearing the solids like when <clears throat> I go to an out like when I go to a clay shoot or when I go to a another event where I still <laughs> want to wear my outdoor gear but not necessarily camo right so like yeah, total archery challenge is one of those ones where I love wearing my active pants and shirts but all I have right now are camo so I have to wear more <laughs> like my I have a yoga brand pair of pants and I, or wear my leggings or whatever, but I would love to have more solid pants and solid shirts for that. Yeah. That was something that um, we, that was the feedback we got was like they could use this pant and other activities that they do or out, you know, in other, in other areas of their life if we had, you know, more color waves. So we added, we added those color waves. So you'll have the juniper green, which has been since we started, um, coyote, black and navy blue. So <clears throat> I'm excited. Very about exciting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And was there one other thing? I'm sorry. I didn't mean it's, this is the delay and this gets to a point where it's like almost ridiculous sometimes. No, we're good. I don't even remember. I know I was saying I was excited about the jacket and the new color waves of the pants. Um, just excited for what we're doing in, in general. And, um, we've added to our trade show, um, our, our trade show calendar. So if, if there is, if you want to try them on in person, touch, feel the whole entire thing, check our website. Cause our tour is, is, and it's getting added to, um, like you wouldn't believe we're going to be at a couple of rodeos too. Um, cause we got a lot of ladies, um, that I got pictures, barrel racing and you name it in our pants. And I was like, this is, this is insane. And a lot of invites of come to this rodeo. So we're going to go to some rodeos, which is going to be great. That's going to be like going back home for me. Um, so yeah, so just keep checking the calendar. Um, we update it very frequently. Every time we add a show, um, it's on there and that's where we'll be. I need to come find you at one of the rodeos because I've been wanting to go out to California rodeo or wherever you're going to be. I'll go look at your schedule because well, we have a ton here in Texas. We're doing the San Bernardino County uh, Sheriff's Rodeo, which is one of the biggest rodeos in Southern California. Um, and that was really interesting to try to get into, but they were very supportive um, and they were already sold out of booths, but they opened up like more space. 
And so I had to have a lot of conversations with them um, before they were like, okay, yeah, like we'll go ahead and give you a space. Um, but they were very generous. Um, so we'll have a small 10 by 10. It won't be our full booth set up like we normally do now, but a small 10 by 10 there. And um, I think that's over a three-day weekend in August. I also think that overlaps Henner's Extravaganza because there's going to be one leg that I can't do because I'm going to be doing this one. So I think it's I think it butts up against San Antonio, and we're doing we're doing Dallas as we did last year, but we're not doing Houston this year. We're we're doing San Antonio instead. So um, okay, yeah. No, good. That's good. I think that's awesome. And it's, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to picture the conversations with the guys at the rodeo. Like, yeah, we're a hunting company, but we're not. We know it's we're making these products that are great for women and just in general. And I always tell Brandon this and those those listeners who are aware of who we are and what we do. We, we started in rodeo and then we hunted for fun. And with COVID, everything kind of stopped in rodeo for a while. And so I've, I'm very passionate about that. And Raylene, you know this. So this is yeah. something that's not new to you. But um, you guys, if you're interested in where these pants can be used, apparently um, barrel racing is one of those things. So if you're one of our rodeo listeners, then be yeah. sure to reach out to her and, and figure out what she, what, <clears throat> excuse me, what color she's coming out with that might match her. Because I, I know barrel racers are very specific. I, yeah. So the pictures of them. What they, what they wear. More so than like practicing in them, which I was like, wow. And they're like, these are amazing. I could ride really well in them. Can you have other color waves? So that conversation started. I would get pictures of them working on the ranch, like working on their ranch, milking cows. I've got pictures of girls and camo milking cows. And I'm like, uh, this is awesome. Number one. I'm like, that's amazing. I, I didn't get to milk cows and camo. And um, we had our little micro ranch, but <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Um, but then feedback from I them on that. Like, I'd love to have this as a, you know, a work pant or something. So we made those accommodations um, for V2. So they can be used for more than just hunting. You can use them in everyday life if you oh, need yeah. to. So. There's just endless possibilities just with the mindset and the research that you're doing. And I think that starting where you started instead of mass producing um, is super interesting. And obviously not everybody has the wherewithal to, to do that and to be committed to the mission that you have. And I just think everybody needs to hear about it. So I, I really appreciate you coming on. Where can they find you? I know we've mentioned your website and things like that, but I, I love your Instagram. So you're oh, on Instagram. You. Yeah, we are on Instagram. Um, so it's at Ditelli Outdoors. That's D-I-T-A-L-E Outdoors um, on Instagram and Facebook. We also have a Facebook group. If you go to Facebook, um, our Facebook page on top, it says women who hunt. You'll see our D logo up there. You can join that. There's thousands of women in there. I think we're up to 3,500 women. Now we might be more close to 4,000 now. It's been a little bit since I've been in there. Um, but that conversation of hunting, even if you're a new hunter, there's women in there that want to connect with you and help you out. No question is a dumb question. Everyone helps each other in there. It's a great community. And then, um, you can go to teleoutdoors.com. That's where you could check out our story, our team, where we're going to be next at all of our trade shows, our gear. Um, and if you want to connect with me personally, I'm at Artemis Takes Aim on Instagram. Yeah, and she's real fun to follow. I was love <laughs> speaking of your photo shoot yesterday. I was watching your photo shoot as it was happening, basically. Oh, I love your you new could... car, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Snow. Is that her name? Her name is Snow White. So everyone's like, what is she talking about? I just bought a Jeep, uh, a Jeep Wrangler. I've been wanting one forever in a day. Um, 
And I don't have her wrapped yet. She'll probably be wrapped in some telly stuff at some point in time, but she's just white. Um, The joke behind the Snow White is it's not because she's white and everyone's like, oh, that's easy. Uh, I have friends that call me Snow White because I always bring home some sort of woodland creature that I find injured. And I'm like, it needs help. And so like cats, dogs, birds in the forest, like squirrels, you name it, have come home. And it's like, oh, Snow White's at it again. Like bringing home creatures and nurse them back to health and release them in the wild. So what are you going to do? I'm like, come on That's now. Awesome. Yeah. So then when uh, everyone's That's like, what so do you cool. name it when I got the Jeep? And I was like, I don't know. And everyone's all, you should just name her Snow White. <laughs> so, That's hilarious. Of- well, she's beautiful. And I, I also am a Jeep lover. I'm sitting here contemplating, do I want a Bronco? Do I want a Jeep? But the new Toyota Sequoias just came out and I'm obsessed with those. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love the sporty look and that's why I was just like, Oh, yeah. she got a new car. So very cool. I can't wait to see that wrapped. That's going to look so cool. It is. I'm, I'm excited. I have someone giving me a quote as we, as we speak right now on. Oh, good. I was going to say, if you need someone, I know some people here, but I don't know anybody out and you'd have to bring her to Texas. <laughs> yeah. So I would love to have you on again one day to talk about, you know, where you've, where you've come from today. That would be great. We could do another podcast episode. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we can talk about ranch life because um, no, not a lot of people yes. know that. Yeah, they're like, you what? I'm like, I grew up in a ranch community in a very small ranch town, yes. which is not a ranch town anymore. So that's what's sad is um, after my dad passed away, I moved I moved home. He passed away last February. I moved back home this January. So I haven't been back like that long. But to drive through town and not see like the horse feed stores that I would see and oh, all the yeah. stores that I would see. And then just knowing from friends saying like, well, so-and-so sold their ranch. So like now they're building houses on it. It's, it's sad. It's very sad. And I had the best childhood. I got to kind of be a free range kid because you knew everyone. You didn't want to do anything stupid because your parents would find out before you got home. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're like, I'll, I'll end up dead. I'll end up dead before I go down the driveway. That's a quarter of a mile driveway. I don't think I want to like, have to mess with that. <clears throat> yeah, but we had a little oh, microphone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was fun. It was it was a good, it was a really good upbringing. And um, just, I think anything ag and outdoor related, you just get solid kids out of it. You really, really do. Just solid people. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that that's, it's something that people can relate to a lot because even the ranch that I grew up on, we're splitting it up now and we've sold, you know, two tracks of it. Um, oh. And so it's not what it used to be. And I mean, it's just one of those things where I I can, I see you and I appreciate the same way that you feel connected to that. And it's something that you want to instill in the, in the next generation. And I think that um, along with hunting and, and rodeo, just agriculture and the lifestyle, they, they're all very ingrained in each other. Um, yes. And that's why you see a lot of the same people interested in the same things. Like you'll see a lot of professional rodeo athletes um, that love to hunt as well mm-hmm. and that are spending yeah. a lot of their time hunting whenever they're not rodeoing, which isn't much time. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's just one of those things that agriculture, rodeo, um, hunting and, and gathering and a lot of these, you know, intimate activity. I don't know how else to put this, but just hum- human humanizing intimate activities, producing and providing for yourself is a lot of what ties us all together. So yeah, I'd love to do an episode dedicated on that. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. You guys go follow them, be part of the Facebook group. I am myself. And I think that 
I see a lot of updates through there and just questions yeah. and polls. And they, like she said, they gather information consistently. So you'll get updates on their fall drop. Um, and then she's like, she said, Instagram as well. And then on y'all's website. 